0: And to save us, let the church say, amen. amen. For there's no other God, no greater being, or no greater force that we know that can save a man's soul, let the church say. Amen. <laughs> Look at your neighbor this morning. And say, neighbor, you are fortunate to be partakers in the family of the living God. Neighbor, you ought to have a praise in your mouth. (laughs) You ought to put your hands together and begin to praise the mighty God, the mighty King, mighty Savior. Mighty, mighty, mighty God. If anybody in here this morning believes that he's a mighty God, I want you to stand on your feet and give him glory. Stand on your feet and give him the praise, for he is the King of kings and the
1: Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. I love President Obama, but someone greater than him is here. Are you with me today? Are you with me? I love Bishop Morton and Pastor T.D. Jakes and all these great ministers, but someone greater than him is here this morning. Can I get a witness? Can I? I believe that when we gather together to give God praise, honor, and glory, I don't believe we should be sitting on our hands because he deserved all the praises all the glory and all the honor. Someone put your hands together and give them a praise right now. Come on, praise them with the best praise. Praise them with the best praise you got. He brought you out. He delivered you. He set you free. Put those hands together and begin to praise your Lord and your King. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Bow your heads with me just for a moment and I will get out of your way. Most holy and precious and everlasting God, He that sits on the throne and to the Lamb of God, the Ancient of Days, we just come here, Father, to give you a portion, Lord, of praise, honor, and glory in the name of Jesus. Through the struggles of life, through the battles of life, fighting the enemy on every hand, Lord, we thank you, Father. For the blood of Jesus that covered us and keep us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for all the provisions that you've given unto us. Seen and unseen in the name of Jesus. Lord, we praise and thank you in advance for what you're about to do just for us. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for not destroying this world, but giving this world another chance. Oh, God, we thank you. Lord, we ain't always been so good. We haven't always been so righteous. We haven't always been so holy. But we thank you for your amazing grace, Lord. How sweet is sound, Lord, to save a wretched man like me. Lord, we can say I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, God, but, but now I see. Thank you, Father, for sending your son, Jesus, who died on Calvary's cross. But Lord, on the third day, he rose again with all power, dominion, and glory. And we thank you, Father, for that's what cover us this morning. Power, deliverance, and glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Satan, the Lord rebukes you, and the blood of our Savior is against you this morning. We bind every distraction, every fault-finding spirit, every jealous spirit in the name of Jesus. For this is the time of our God and our King. So you belong under our feet, back under our feet from which you came, in the name of Jesus. Now, Holy Ghost of God, set the atmosphere this morning in the name of Jesus. Let it be conducive for your word, in the name of Jesus. Father, deliver somebody by your word. Heal somebody by your word. Set somebody free by your word, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Father. We thank you, Reigning Son. In the name of Jesus, these things we ask, in your precious name we pray. Somebody say amen. Amen. Say it again. Say it one more time. Now come on, put those hands together. Let's celebrate this morning. Celebrate life and life more abundantly. Somebody say amen. Amen. To the pastor of this great church, amen. We thank you. We salute you. Amen. Pastor Jamal and Lady Amber. Amen. We see the work that you're doing here. Amen. And my father is well pleased. Amen. We thank God also. Amen. I want to thank God and give a shout out to my wife, my boo. Amen. My love, Pastor Pam. Amen. Would you stand on your feet, baby? Amen. Amen. My daughter, my second boo in my life. Amen. Faith Hannah Williams. Amen. She's holding the baby. Just give him a wave. Amen. Amen. Somebody say Amen. 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 I want you to get your Bibles in your hand. If you don't mind, amen, standing again. I know in Chicago we do a lot of standing. Amen. I just don't believe in sitting down on God's word. Amen. I believe when the word of God is is read, everybody should stand. Amen. For this is the power, this is the force of our God. Amen. Is his living word. Look at somebody and say, we're about to go into the living word amen we about to go into the living word i want you to turn with me if you will amen i kind of like this free hand stuff amen gotcha amen i kind of like this amen go with me to ephesians the third chapter verses one through seven i'm reading out of the king james version i got a couple of verses verses that's going to come out of other versions but i'm gonna mainly stay with the king james version amen now this is the old king james version, not the new amen Amen. Amen. Ephesians, the third chapter. Amen. Amen. Starting at the first verse. Amen. This is the letter that Apostle Paul wrote to Ephesus. Amen. It says, for this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensations of the grace of God, which is given to me to you were, Verse 3, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mysteries. Mm -hmm. Somebody said mysteries. Amen. The mystery, as I wrote afore in few words. Verse 4, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mysteries of Christ. Verse 5. Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men. And it is now revealed unto in, his holy apostles and prophets by the what? By the spirit. Thank you. Verse, verse six. That the Gentiles should be what? Mm-hmm. That the Gentiles should be uh, fellow heirs of the same body. And partakers. Somebody shout Shareholders and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Verse 7, whereof I was made a minister, Mm -hmm. according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effectual working of his power. Somebody say amen. 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 I want to preach, I want to minister from the topic, amen, arrested in the spirit. Amen. Arrested in the spirit. Amen. Amen. Look at somebody. Amen. Amen. And shake their hand and say, neighbor, you under arrest. No, no, no. Y'all not feeling me. You're not feeling me. Arrested by his power. Amen. Arrested by the Holy Ghost. Look at somebody. Say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, you under arrest. Now, I want you to throw your hands like you've just been under arrest. Come on, come on. That's right. Lift those hands. Lift those hands. Lift those hands and say, I'm under arrest this morning. Arrested by the best. Amen. Arrested by the best. Amen. I'm going to teach from the topic. Amen. Arrested in the spirit. Amen. 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 In the natural process of getting arrested. Matter of fact, before I start here, it's kind of I'm getting kind of a weird intuition. The last time I preached at this church, I think I preached from the title Stir Up the Gift. Yes, sir. Anyone was here that, that Sunday with you? And isn't it kind of strange that while I was teaching that that, that profound message, I also stirred up the gift that was in my daughter-in-law's womb. I wonder what's going to happen today. <laughs> Come on, give God some praise. I thank God for my grandbabies. Amen. All three of them. Amen. 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 Thank you, Holy Ghost, for bringing that back. To, for bringing that back to me. Amen. Amen. How many of you guys ever been arrested? I mean, you don't have to put up your hands, because I don't want nobody to tell anybody. (laughs) Amen. If you live long enough and you don't live by the word of God, you are subject to being arrested. Amen. Amen. Especially men. Amen. Especially men of this society. We are Vulnerable or, or unfortunate, a lot of times we are subject to being arrested. Uh, in a natural process, and let me give you a few bullet points before I get started. In the natural process of getting arrested, number one, your hands automatically goes up. Now, I don't know how it is in Louisville. I really don't know. But in Chicago, when the police come rolling up on you, They don't have to say, lift your hands. (laughs) Your hands automatically go up. Somebody say, man, anybody out here ever lived in Chicago? Amen. It's a beautiful city. Amen. God bless you. It's a beautiful city. It's a good place to live. Amen. But you need the word of God while you're living in in Chicago. Somebody say, man. Amen. 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 We got a lot of folks, a lot of young men, amen, that are stricken, a man can't find a job, amen, having struggles with their family. And if it wasn't for the word of God, most of them would be in prison right now. Are you with me? Look at verse one of chapter three. Apostle Paul says, For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. I'm going to read that again. For this cause I, Paul, The prisoner, prisoner, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Paul here was writing this epistle to the Ephesian church, and he was trying to encourage them to stay in God. I want you to look at somebody this morning and say, neighbor, stay in God, stay in God, stay stay in Please, please, I'm begging you this morning, stay in God. Amen. Don't tip dip. Amen. Don't whine and dine. Stay in God. Somebody say amen. Because if you stay in God, it's going to pay off after a while. Are you with me? Do I got any witnesses in here? Apostle Paul was writing from his experience as being a prisoner. And I want to take you on a little journey of my life before I go into the word of God. I I ain't always been the pastor. I haven't always lived a life of holiness. I haven't always been the good son. I haven't always been a quiet boy, as we call it. I had my struggles in the beginning when I was uh, on my life's journey. There was times, amen, when my mom and my dad would take us to church, and I thought that they was going to church us to death. I remember times when my friends was out in the, we call it was called a General Tire's Lot. It's almost like Sand Lot. Anybody ever saw Sand Lot? Nobody? Okay. One, two? Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you for that. Amen. There, there's when times when we played softball in General Tyres Lot. It was a, 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 a tire manufacturer, but they had a huge parking lot. And every day, especially in the summertime when school was out, we would run to the Uh, general tires parking lot to begin our training as we would say playing softball and we had the fortunate to live lives with other uh, people that was on other blocks and their block would play our block y'all kind of getting the feel of this and and to cut some time amen I remember one day when we were uh uh got through playing softball and it was about maybe 95 degrees and and I mean we was turning dark I mean we was getting baked by the sun and but softball was our life we loved to play softball and we used to count how many home runs that we used to get and all the and we used to give each other prizes at the end of the summer for who hit the most home runs and I'm proud to say <laughs> but there was one strange time when when we had finished playing softball and we were sitting by our backs was to the bricks of this factory and I remember one of my friends say listen uh y'all let's do something we never done and everybody said like what and everybody eyebrows going up looking at him and he said I'm gonna go get one of my father's beers and everybody oh man no 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 I ain't drink my mama told me not drink everybody went through all of this formality but it was weird because he disappeared while we was yet talking about other things, and while we was bragging about how many home runs we had or how many doubles we had, my friend came back, and he came back with, with a beer called cool, Coolers, Colers. Uh, that's it, Amen. And it was, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm telling y'all, on a hot summer day, we looked at that can of beer, and you can see the water just running down. That cold can of beer. Can I somebody help me? I know I ain't the only one. And we started looking at him and it got bone quiet. Because we knew what our parents taught us. I bet not smell any alcohol on your breath. Or you're going to die. But my friend, my friend, he, he came out with this, with this coolers, what you call it, coolers? course he came out with this beer and when he cracked the lid and all the some of the beer just splattered out like this we went through a thing because we was wrestling with the spirit that we had and with our kernel nature and when he turned that beer up and went ah. i am telling you this is true story every one of us, hands automatically went up because we wanted to be next to hit the beer. We wasn't worried about dribble or backlash. I mean, we, was, we wasn't worried about that. And every one of us drunk out of that can. And the funny thing about it, that when we drunk out of the can of beer, we start pretending, or we thought we were, high. I think every one of us had anywhere between two or three hits of this can of beer. So, you know, we start acting silly and start taunting one another. We started to get loud. And I know today, for a matter of fact, we was not drunk. <laughs> you cannot get drunk off no two sips of beer. But I think we were imitating folks up before us of how they used to act when they were drinking. And so... While we were sitting there goofing off, I know now, but I didn't know then, one of our nosy neighbors... (laughs) Oh, can I take my time with this? (laughs) One of our nosy neighbors called the police on us. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I thank God for him now because it did change my life. but, But we were sitting there acting foolish, And all of a sudden, two blue police cars with the lights flashing rolled up on us. do Do I have to explain to you how shocked we was? And guess what? When they rolled up on us, I'm the last one with the beer in his hand. I tried to hide it behind me, but he said freeze, and my hands went up (laughs) with the coolers in my hand. Somebody say amen. amen. So in the natural process of getting arrested, number one, your hands automatically go up. Number point number two, you are taken by force. You are taken by force. Look at your neighbor A say, neighbor, you are taken by force. Number three, you are forced into submission. <laughs> oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Look, it, Boy, I ain't going to ask you to raise your hand, but if you've ever been arrested, when the police roll up on you, you want to roll out, <laughs> but your feet won't move, and you're like, But I've learned also in submitting, folks do not want to submit to the word of God nor to each other. We're living in a time where submitting is an old-fashioned word. Everybody want to do what they want to do when they want to do it. But I have one friend who did not submit to authorities. Matter of fact, The longer we stood there with our hands up, the more he started talking. I looked at him, said, man, shut up. But the more I said, shut up, the worse he got. Now, I didn't know. I know, I know now what I didn't know then. Some people react differently when they're scared. And I didn't know this about my friend. And matter of fact, he was my best friend. I had never seen him act like that before. He just began to talk and talk and talk. The police officer was giving him all kind of threatening accusations. But the more they gave him threatening accusations, the more he talked. So all four of us was looking at him like, Would you be quiet? So the police had no other, uh, no other, (laughs) well, he has a couple of choices, but they had no other choice but to handcuff my friend. Should I tell you what that did to us? They took my friend's hand. And they played with the handcuffs so all of us, y'all had to be there. So all of us could see. Go ahead and lock the thing. Baby, you got the key? And they, let me see if I can do this. They handcuffed him. That's the sound. But see, the thing about this, that sound made an echoing sound. It didn't just go. Ch-ch-ch-ch. I think we were so afraid, till if an ant was crawling on the ground, we'd be able to hear him. Somebody say amen. They put handcuffs on him. Let me see if I can do myself. Pastor Jamal, would you come and give me a hand raise? Right you see I ain't comfortable with handcuffs, amen. When I went to purchase these handcuffs, the lady laughed at me because she thought me and my wife was planning on doing something cute. <laughs> that's, that's good, that's good. That's good, perfect.
1: Yeah.
0: I, went to, I went to Toys R Us. First of all, I called Toys R Us because I didn't really want a no real expensive one, just a cheap one. On the phone with the young lady, oh, she didn't want to stop talking to me. She like, what you gonna do with him? <laughs> and I was for my, my daughter was sitting right there. I was forced to tell her I'm preaching. I'm going to do a demonstration. I'm going to handcuff myself. You know what she told me? Sure. I remember, I remember when they handcuffed my friend. I remember you can, even on a hot day, you can feel the cold steel of these handcuffs. So first they handcuffed him. He would not stop talking. Then he looked at me with the beer in my hand, frozen like a zombie. And he said, come here. I don't think I moved. I don't think my feet were stuck to the concrete. He walked up to me and I heard... He said, get in the car. Now, I know I was fearing my mama worse than I was fearing the police officer. Because I remember my dad used to say, boy, if you ever get in prison, I'm not coming to get you out. And that's all I heard. So as they was taking us to the squad car, they took my friend and they viciously put him in there and they slammed the door, boom! Then he looked at me. He said, you know, you know, nah, I ain't gonna put you in there. Y'all might be in here talking. You just go back over here, you go back over here. And we stood there and, and, and the police officer went on and on talking about how we gonna be in prison, how when the little boys gonna be turned into little girls. And yeah, I'm just trying to clean this up for y'all. Yanya, remember I remember, I remember them saying this, don't drop the soap when you get in jail. I, they had us scared, I tell you. But as maybe 20 minutes after we was there talking with them and they were scaring us, the police officer came back after going into our neighbor's yard. And I couldn't figure out to save my life. But now I know that my neighbor was an ex-cop. And this ex-cop called the cops on us. Somebody say, man. So I'm trying to give you a glimpse of, of, a, of a real truth that was in my life. I remember when we got arrested, and being arrested is no good thing, because you are subject to the enemy's authority. You got to eat when they tell you to eat. You got to sleep when they tell you to sleep. You got to go when they tell you to go. You got to come when they tell you to come. And I'm glad we didn't go into the to the maximum facility, I'm so glad, but... After he came out of that backyard, then they came to us and they uncuffed us. And then they said, let this be a warning to you. Drinking is not good for you. Somebody say amen. Come on, put your hands together. I want you to tell all the young people in here, drinking is not good for you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody say amen. Oh, I wish I had the key this morning. Somebody say amen. Amen. So these are the bullet points I want to shoot out to you first. Number one, your hands automatically go up. Number two, you are taken by force. Number three, you are forced into submission. And then number four, you are handcuffed. Now you become a prisoner, amen, of the government. Are y'all with me in here? Amen. If anyone knew about being arrested in the spirit, it would have been the Apostle Paul. Later to be known as Apostle Paul. Somebody say, "Amen." Look at look at verse one. Look at this. It, it says, "For this cause, I Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles." Now, Paul was saying, "Is I've been arrested by God for you, arrested for you." As he goes on, he says, "He says, I'm a prisoner. I'm." I'm not free anymore. My freedom lies in Christ Jesus. In him I live and in him I move and in him I have my being. Oh, I'm a prisoner. Chained and captivated by his presence. Paul came to this point while he was traveling on the road of Damascus. And suddenly a light from heaven flashed all around him. Look at somebody and said, he's been arrested. He's been, he been, he been arrested. You'll find this in Acts 9, amen, 1 through 43. Amen. That's great. That divine story of how the apostle Paul got arrested. Somebody say amen. 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 The Bible says that a light shined around him. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, knocked him off his horse. And spoke to him, Paul, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou me? Can you imagine if you were Saul? Who are you? The Bible said all of his men heard it, but they didn't see anything. But they heard the Lord speak. How many of you want the, I want God to speak to you? In this trying and troubles economy, I need God to speak to me. I don't want to be worried how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't want to be worried how my kids going to go to school. I need God to speak and I need him to speak right now. Pastor God knocked Apostle Paul off his feet and then commanded one of his servants to go and see Paul. Let's let's go here. Turn with me to Acts 9, 15. Amen? Acts 9, chapter and the 15th verse. God summons one of his men of God to go see about Paul. Now, remember, Paul was a mass murderer. He would go and find Christians and bring them to the Hesadurans, and they would kill these Christians and say, Paul, you did a good job. Go get some more. Paul is excited about Christians dying before, amen, the Jewish people. Now, watch this. Uh, Acts in, uh, ninth chapter and the 15th verse. Look what it says. It says, this King James Version says, but the Lord said unto him, this hymn is Ananias. Ananias was one of the Damascus church leaders. The Bible said, but the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. This, let me pause right here, a little footnote. How can we call somebody that's unclean, (laughs) how? How can we do that? Because we's looking at the outward appearance of a person. We don't know their prayer life. We don't know their relationship with God. We got to be careful when we judge each other. I was always taught when I was a little boy, never judge a book by its cover. And you know what? That played out because I've looked at a lot of books and I see the cover of the picture on the front. I say, that looks boring. But once I start reading the literature that's in that book, I was like, oh, this is a good book. Hey, Pastor Pam, you should read this. This is a a good book. We can't judge each other by the clothes we wear. Huh? We can't judge each other by the wigs or weave we wear. Somebody say amen. Because some of that weed, we do need. I'm getting a little thin in the back, and I'm thinking about getting me a little weed piece. My wife said, no, you ain't. Somebody praise God in here. Somebody. The Lord said, go your way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. Watch this. To bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. Israel. Somebody say amen. This Apostle Paul, if you had to really pick out somebody who was arrested in the natural and rested in the spirit, it would have been Apostle Paul. Because Apostle Paul was a prisoner for two years in Rome, in Caesarea, and two years in Rome. And you know what thing about Apostle Paul? He didn't consider himself to be a prisoner of any government or any institution. Why? he rather, he rather think on the precious, the omnipotent, the almighty king of glory. So when Paul was in prison, his mind wasn't in prison, his mind was on the Lord. And I found out that that's some good counseling for me because when I get stuck in a situation... And I can't get out of it. (laughs) My mind got to be on my Savior. Come on, give God some praise. If we start focusing on our Savior, we won't be so focusing on our mess. Somebody say amen. amen. Pastor Paul knew that he was under Christ's control. And he knew every aspect of his life was in the Lord's hand. Somebody shout, neighbor, you are under arrest. You are under arrest. You are under arrest. Apostle Paul suffered greatly for the vision that God had for his life. Apostle Paul. Went from city to city and suffered whips and chains and putting in prison and and tucking out of prison and let go. It was an ongoing uh, downward situation in Paul's life. Every place he went when he prayed to the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit told him chains and suffering. Can you imagine when you go preach in Chicago. And you're getting clearance from the Lord. Lord, shall I preach in Chicago? The Lord's saying, yeah, you can preach there. But preacher, you're going to go to jail. Preacher, they're going to beat you with a whip with a little bone maggots and glass on the end. Because see, the thing about Paul and in that generation, jail there was like a hole with bars. See, the jails that we spend, if anybody in here ever spends some time, but don't raise your hands, in any kind of any kind of penitential institution, you'll find these penitential institutions today is like a country club. But if you was back in the Apostle Paul day, it's like being in a dugout cave with bars. Shut up. Stuck up. Broken down. And submissive. Are you with me? So Paul had to think about something while he was locked up. So he he, he got his focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say, "Man, I don't have time because most of my time is already spent." But if you get a chance, if you get a chance, go with me. to second uh, you don't have to turn it, but read Second Corinthians four eight through fifteen. Amen. Paul would teach you how he uh, 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 counseled himself, how he encouraged himself while he was in prison. Somebody say, "Amen." Now, when you're in prison, in a natural prison, like I said, you got to do what they tell you to do. You just can't stay in the yard all day playing softball and basketball when you're incarcerated. When they blow the horn, that's when you can go outside. If they blow the horn again, that's when you got to come inside. Now, I just heard, I didn't know all these things, I never spent no time in there, but 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 you had to you have to walk according to their drums. You have to walk according to their music. Somebody say "Amen." More bullet points. I hope you're taking this down. Right. 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 Watch this. When you get in prison, you don't want prison to get in you. I don't care what you're in, whether you're an alcoholic or a drug addict or you take some kind of drugs that they're not, deli- they're not serving from the pharmacies or whatever you caught in, amen, you don't want it to be in you. Somebody say, "Amen." go with me to, go with me back to Ephesians, the third chapter, amen, I'm going to read verses two to five, look what it says, I got to hurry up now, look what it says, verse two if ye have heard of the dispensation or the stewardship of the grace of God which is given me to you word, verse 3 how that by revelation he made known to me the mysteries or the hidden truths, come on as I wrote afore in few words verse 4 whereby when ye Read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mysteries of who? Of Christ. Somebody say amen. Verse five. Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is revealed unto his holy prophet, holy apostles and prophets. By what? By the spirit. Let's pause here. Paul was saying that God has given me a vision. He has arrested me in the Spirit to do His will. How many of you in here this morning is saved, sanctified and full of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I messed you up. Maybe I did. How many of you are saved, sanctified and full of it? It's quiet. How many of you are saved? sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost. Okay, y'all got it. I thought I had y'all. Somebody say amen. Amen. Once you become saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost, you have become a prisoner of Jesus Christ. You may not feel the handcuffs on your hand, but it's in your life. We are restricted from doing certain things that the folks in the world do. Uh, Do I got any real Christians in here? I know there's time, because we are human beings, there's times when your body says, I want to do that. Or you watch Extra, one of these uh, 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 celebrity news things on TV, and you see them dress flamboyant. (laughs) Especially Lil Wayne. I mean, he's a character, ain't he? You see these actors just do what they want to do when they want to do it. And we look at this image and we desire to be like them. But this is where we need to put on the whole armor of God. We need to put on the helmet of salvation. So when I look at these things, I'm not looking at that. I'm caught up in Christ Jesus because I can feel my chains on my hands telling me don't praise that praise the almighty God are y'all with me in here look at somebody say neighbor you got a praise in your belly right now now I see some people got looks on their face because you might like extra you may like that that's your thing but I'm trying to steer you in the word of God to look at something different I'm trying to tell you that we need to focus on Christ Jesus, and as long as you're focusing on Christ Jesus, you're going to walk and think straight. Do you not know that Damascus, the road of Damascus was called the road made straight, and that's where the Christians, where man was, was getting, uh, Paul was getting these Christians and crucifying them, and when he was on the road called straight, that's when Bible, that's when Jesus knocked him off his horse. Blind him for three days, told Ananias. Now, this is what me and you would, me and the Lord, might have different. I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the outside looking in. But I would say the same thing Ananias said. Ananias said, Lord, hold up. (laughs) I I heard of this man. This man is a tyrant. This man is a mass murderer. Do you not know God like God don't know? Do you not know God that he's capturing Christians and having them killed and slaughtered and then the god told ananias he said just go he is a chosen vessel how many of you in here are chosen by god and you know it huh oh, Well, there's only a few people so few people, do you want me to prophesy? All of you all are chosen by God. All of you all got a vision from the king. If you stop looking at certain things and focus on your word, the vision will be revealed. Look at somebody say, all you alls. That's a, that's a Chicago word, all you alls. And when you're a prisoner of Christ, there's almost like being in a natural prison. There are things that you can do and cannot do. Get a pencil and a piece of paper. Amen. I don't see no sign up here. Get a pencil and a piece of paper and go with me. You don't have to turn there. Amen. Time is real winding up. Go with me. Get a piece of paper and a pencil. Let me slow down. Christ has walking orders for us. Now, I know y'all know I'm the neighbor guy. Look at somebody and say, he's the neighbor guy. Okay, so just nugget your neighbor and neighbor, Christ has walking orders too. Let me share about four of them with you. Watch this. Christ's walking orders, number one, is to walk in love. Help me, Holy Ghost. Christ's walking orders is to walk wisely. Walk in love, you will find that in Ephesians 5 and 2. Walk wisely, Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 5, 15. Remember Jesus said I send you out among wolves. He said be wise as a serpent but harmless as a dove. Look at somebody and say neighbor don't cut me down. You under arrest. Don't cut me down. Pray for me. Next point. Amen. Christ's walking orders. We have to walk as children of the light. The last point is Walk worthy of Christ's salvation call. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, walk worthy of it. Amen. Now you got your marching orders. You have your walking orders in Christ. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, get the stepping. Get the stepping. Get the step. Come on, get the, there you go. Get the step. Move your feet like this and say, get the stepping. And once you're a prisoner of Christ Jesus, he does not forget about you. The Bible said, my God shall supply all my needs. According to his riches in what? In glory through who? Christ Jesus, you are partakers of this promise. Somebody say amen. In Psalms, write the scripture down. In Psalms 69 and 33, and it's coming out of the ESV version. It says, for the Lord hears the needy. And does not despise his own people who are prisoners. For the Lord hears the needy. And does not despise his own people who are prisoners. Help me, Holy Ghost. Other words, it's saying, God is not going to forsake you. Matter of fact, you are partakers or shareholders in the promises of God. And the Bible tells me all the promises of God is yea and amen in Christ Jesus. Come on, put your hands together and look at somebody and say, I'm well taken care of. Amen. Well taken care of. I'm a prisoner and well taken care of. Come on, give God some praise. Just about done. Just about done. Come on, give God some praise in this place. Go with me to verse 6. Look what it says. He said that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers or shareholders of this promise in of this promise by Christ Jesus. Promised in Christ Jesus by the gospel. Now wait, 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 wait. Here Paul says, I got a mystery. Look at somebody saying, neighbor, I got a secret. Mm -hmm. I got a secret. Paul says, I'm going to share with you this secret that God has given to me. It wasn't talked about nor revealed by any kind of revelation back in the day. But when God knocked me off my horse and gave me a vision to save, God gave me this mystery of Christ Jesus. Look what he says. He says, the mystery is that the Jews and the Gentiles are to become one divine family in the presence of God. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I think y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. I know God in here ain't promising you no Mercedes Benz or no Bentley. I know he ain't promising you no Jaguar. I I know we get excited. About these things, houses and cars, but there's something more that God is promising each and every one of us if we take hold to the gospel. So God gave Paul this inner vision and told him, Paul, I have called you to, to, to show the Gentiles the way to my family. Now you do know we are Gentiles. You do know that, right? Do we have any Jewish people in the building? Then we all Gentiles. And God has given us a promise through his son that we're going to have the same inheritance of our Lord if you suffer with him. You shall reign with him. That's why I don't mind handcuffs on my hand because I know that I'm in Christ Jesus. I can't do what I want to do when I want to do it and still call myself saved. I got to lay down my life and pick up his life. In him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. In him, not in me, in me dwells no good thing. But in him I have salvation. In him I have life. And have it more abundantly. Anybody feeling me this morning? Anybody feeling me? Come on, put your hands together and praise the Lord. Praise him. I heard something. Them I'm coming to a close. I heard something. I, my daughter was telling me something that Jay-Z wrote. And I'm telling you, Jay-Z and K.I. West, that's his name? Kanye. Kanye. I'm trying to get up on this young generation. Jay-Z said something that I laughed at because I said, he is foolish. He said, when I I come to the tree of life, he said, I'm going to smoke it. I said, Faith, would you play that again? And he said something like that. He said, when I get to the tree of life, he said, I'm going to smoke it. I said to myself, I didn't want to discourage my my daughter, but I said to myself, no, the tree of life ain't going to burn. He's going to burn if you don't change. Come on, give God some praise. We have to change toward the, the image of our Savior. We got to change toward the King. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen. amen. Let's go one more place. Go with me to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and the first verse. I'm coming to a close. Trust me, I am. Somebody say amen. Do I still got some time? Amen. Do I still got some time? Okay. Go with me to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and the first verse. Stay with me now. Stay with me. Paul says, As a prisoner, for the Lord, I then urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. Look at somebody said, say, neighbor, you got to be worthy of it. Oh, that was tight. That was so slow. That was so slow. Say it again. Neighbor, you got to be worthy of the calling. So look at somebody said, say, neighbor, the Holy Ghost of God is going to arrest you. And if he got to knock you down, for you to get some spiritual sense. He going to knock you down. Now come on. Give God some praise. He gonna, God's will will be done. It will be done. Let's come to a close. Go with me to verse 7. And we'll be closing right after this verse. Amen. Ephesians the third chapter. And the seventh verse. Paul says. Whereof. I was made a minister according to the g- gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Come on, let's read that all together. Ready, said read. Whereof I was made um, mm-hmm, according. Yes, yes. Somebody say amen. In English, Paul was saying something like this. Let me bring it to our generation. Paul was saying, I have been arrested by his grace. Handcuffed into submission. Come on, y'all. To do his will and to sing his praises. Stand on your feet, everybody. Stand Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. He said, I've been arrested by his grace and handcuffed into submission to do the will of the Lord, to sing his praises and to give him glory. Anybody feel like glorifying the Lord? Can you tell your neighbor this morning, say, neighbor, I am a prisoner of the Lord. I can't do what I want to do. I can't go where I want to go. I've been forced by the submission of the Holy Ghost of God to do his will. Say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but I feel I've been arrested. By the power of this word, I feel that God has arrested me To give him glory. Come on, give y'all God some praise. Come on. To give him glory. 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 I want you to hold your hands up like you got chains. Just hold your hands up. There you go. There you go. There you go. Come on, can we submit to his will right now? Can we do that? Can we do that? I want you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine you walking boldly toward the throne of grace, where you may obtain favor with your handcuffs on, forced into submission, standing before the throne of God with all the other saints of God. Your hands lifted up and you're singing this song. Yes, God. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God.
1: Mm -hmm. glory to to your your name name. do y'all know that glory Glory to to your your name name. come on with your hands lifted. glory glory to to your your name name. forever forever you you are are the same. same we were Japan adore, adore you. We bow ourselves. We, we bow, bow ourselves before you. Giving you. Giving you the glory that is to your name. Come on, that's most of the word. Glory to. Glory, glory to, to your, name. your name. Come on, surrender to Him oh tonight. Come Lord, on. Glory to your name.
0: get off come on this is where we lift our hands right now just celebrate with me just for a moment just for a moment in this presence come on we're about to go home but just for a moment come on come on do it come on hands lifted hands lifted hands lifted hands lifted come
1: on come on we come magnify on, your name glorify Your name come on sing with me Ooh, God. Oh God This is why you surrender This is why you're submitting to him Come on We, we, we magnify you. your name Glorify Glorify your name. name Y'all sound mighty good You sound mighty good Ooh. Oh God Come on don't be ashamed Don't be ashamed Come on worship the Lord We Back do it now. Come on, do it now. Come on, worship your King. Worship your King.